Just say first things first. It's your host, as always, Jeremy, back again to get lit. Excuse me, because I've been going through some, then just burning smoke like fuck it. However, still I rise when you slobber my knob. Let me give you that late night tip and let me hit that. My co-host, though, he's a maniac who will carry on as he's crying deep inside. He's been working on us because he believes, well, make that hypnotized cash money. He has been testing my gangster, though, when he deals with his baby mama, who's a two-way freak. Chance the motherfucking grife. Hi. I told you I had to use that. I told you. (laughs) (laughs) A two-way freak. A two-way freak. She's a two-way freak. And you can tell Casey, I don't want to that. <laughs> but, yes, we are back. Your music, your favorite two muses are back. And we are simply going to just do... We've had some episodes lately where the guests canceled last minute or just didn't show up. And we just decided to do RCDs from those two episodes that we already had prepared this for and whatnot. So it's going to be a double D day. And no, I'm not talking about my wife. I'm talking about a double disc day. <laughs> we each brought two CDs to the table, basically, and we're going to talk about all four CDs. So, like the goddamn banner says, we talking about four different CDs, so pay the fuck attention. But that also means you get to hear about four new, well, maybe not new, but four awesome bands today. So, well, we'll see how awesome. You, you all know how we like to bust in each other's shit here, so let's do it to it. And the album we'll start with, I guess. I guess. Let's start with Green Day. Let's start with let's start with the band that everybody knows before we go to the bands people don't know. So fair enough. This was an episode we were gonna do the week of Christmas. So yes. Chancey, so Chancey brought Green Day and well, actually, I'm not gonna tell you why. He'll tell you why he brought it, but so you brought Green Day. What album did you bring for Green Day there, Chancey? I brought a warning. This is a public service announcement. This is only a test. Emergency evacuation protest. Yeah, outside of Dookie, I think it's, you know, Dookie, uh... Warning, and then um, Nimrod, I think, are probably their best albums. But uh, there's the a lot of catchy... Po- the general populace would disagree with you on that because you didn't put American Idiot in there. But Well, I mean, that's because I'm not an idiot. I don't know. <laughs> fucking... Like, it's... I, I didn't... I, I don't hate the band for being successful or being successful off of that album. I just didn't care much for the album. I mean, it was... I prefer, you know, their other stuff. And I think they're actually in the process of making new stuff now. So I'm, I mean, I'm curious to see what it is, what it ends up sounding like. Well, I'm going to go get but, you on right now. But uh, I picked this one because I, when I was in high school, uh, I related to a lot of the songs and also because I could, you know, like being a choir, I sang a lot of the songs. So it was just one of those ones between, like I said, there's always this and Dookie were the two albums of the of green day that I would swap back and forth to when I was listening in a green day mood. Well, personally, I never was that big a green day fan, even when they got freaking like huge in the in the late in a man mid two thousands, I never was that big a fan. I mean, American Idiot 
was the one CD I like. I knew most of their songs off of, and because they played them constantly on radio and, and TV. But and I like some. I actually like some of the songs off that album. But I mean, Green Day overall, it's just never been a band I've really been into. I mean, they just they were too emo when I heard about them first to like me get into them. But this CD wasn't bad. It wasn't horrible. I mean, I could listen to it, just not. I didn't heart any of these songs to play again. I fucking like songs because it's just like no, like no, like it's. Enjoy- I can listen to it once, but I'm not gonna ever have to listen to this again. And I'm happy about that fact. So it's not. It's not one of your CDs I'm gonna fucking hate on though, because it wasn't. It was. It was. It was a manageable CD. Green Day is not horrible. They're not horrible, but they're just not amazing. I know there's a lot of people. Out there Fair enough. Out there. There's a lot of people that are going to be like, you burn, you motherfucker. You burn for that. But it's just, uh, I am not that big a fan of Green Day. It's not my music. But That's all right. Your CD, your top five first, Sir Chancellor. Ah, oh, yes, that's correct. That's correct. I almost forgot. I actually did have a, uh honorable mention. Uh, and that's uh, Macy's Day Parade. That I, I like, I don't. It's always had a special place, just because of the. It's just it's an acoustic setup. Come on in. All right, see, you, honey. Hey, where's mine? I uh, <laughs> it's in my pocket. Oh. Uh. Yeah, just the way that he like, just the way he sings the song itself. It's it. it it's a nice change from like. Because they're known to be more like punk and rocky, and it's an acoustic. Like I know "Time of Your Life" and "Good," you know, "Good Riddance" or whichever they call it, uh, shit like that. But I don't know. Macy's Day Parade actually, I always thought was one of their better acoustic songs, personally. But uh, so my number five. Was uh, blood, sex, and booze. Ooh. I mean, obvious reasons. Obvious reasons. Uh, number four was Castaway. I used to sing that one a lot, and I related to it. Felt you know from high school. Like and Wilson. then, uh, <laughs> you're right. And then uh, number three is Warning. Um. I always loved, like, in that song, there's a part in there where it says, like, caution, police line, you better not cross. Is the cop or am I the one that's really dangerous? And it's like, hmm, that aged well. <laughs> but, like, uh, number two is Waiting, and that's a great song for real like that's one I would have like if I was to ever like have a soundtrack of my life I would totally have that in there like on one of my road trip scenes in the movie of my life it would totally be there I mean it's just so great and uh, number one well for my list was uh, Minority yeah I mean, it's it's funny. Our lists are very similar, but not no nowhere near the same order. Because <laughs> so, I had no honorable mentions. Because picking five was hard enough. But yeah, I'll bet. Uh, but my number five was Warning. I don't ask me why any of the songs remember the way they are. Because I honestly don't remember. It's been like three weeks. But yeah. Uh, number four was Minority. Number three was Deadbeat Holidays. That ain't bad. Number two was Castaway. Wilson. And number one was Church on Sunday, of course, because that's the only song off the sea I ever heard before. All right. And that's only because it was on like Guitar Hero or Rock Band or something. Rock Band, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I, I'm not sure it was on Guitar Hero, but because Guitar, I mean, but there's a lot, I don't know, there's a lot of songs on Guitar Hero. And I played like four different, five different versions of that game, so. Even the World Tour version that was like Rock Band, but right. But uh, God, I miss those games. They were fun as fuck. I used to spend so many. Hours I know, right? Away. I used to spend so many hours in my dorm room pounding away on that guitar, and, and then pounding they away actually whatever, whatever girl wanted to play. 
they actually even helped me learn how to play like real guitar because listening to the notes as you're playing on the game yeah. helps you identify the notes on the fucking fretboard. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's it was uh, the good old days of college. I had the freaking heads of my dormitory playing that game when we were up there, like before school started, like training for RA, like duty. <laughs> Like, I had the fucking head of the dorms, like, playing against each other on the fucking guitar here. It was amazing. I had a video of it somewhere. I don't know where the fuck I went. Probably got lost in an old phone at some point, but <laughs> it was good times back in the olden days, 15 years ago, when life was better. But, and when I would just get drunk every fucking week. But I can't do that no more. I got kids. <laughs> but, well, the CD I originally bought... To go against Chansey's Green Day and our guest CD of um, whatever it was. I'm not going to remember that. Live. Live by whoever it was. No, that was the name of the band. Oh, yeah. What was the name of the CD again? Uh, Throwing Copper. It's a great album. I highly recommend it. Oh, it was. I I always thought Lightning Crashes was sung by like some, like uh, Coldplay or something. But Mm-mm. yeah, I, I found that out. But. <laughs> But the CD I brought to go against those two CDs was Ale Storms, which, see, this is a band that I've been trying to think of for a long time because I learned about them like five years ago at work. Like I was just randomly exploring shit on YouTube and Wikipedia and like I found this, I was going through, I think like a symphonic metal list or something like that. And I came across this band. And I started listening. I was like, oh my God, this shit's fucking brilliant. It was right after right after the CD got released, so this CD was like their number one like hit shit right at that point. So they played this CD a lot, but this CD is fucking incredible. I think the CD I brought is Ailstorm, No Grave But the Sea, because. It's pirate metal. And the fact that a band can do a whole five or six, seven CDs so far off of pirate metal is freaking amazing. And it's also just like good Scottish metal. Like you can hear like, or Irish metal, where the hell they are. But you can hear like in their voices, like the freaking amazing, how fun they are having doing this. Like, and the fact that they released a second version of the CD for dogs, where it's literally dogs barking every song in the CD. Like it's, I, was, I actually had it on the car like a couple weeks ago and my kids were like listening to the dog ones like laughing like I still want to play I want to play for my dogs and see what they do like I actually gotta try that maybe I'll videotape it if, it if it turns out being funny but yeah I brought Ailstorm Chanty I'm dying to know because I've been dying to know for like three weeks now what did you think of Ailstorm I mean it's been long enough, I can't say that I remember hating it, so it must not have been that bad. But uh, I was able, I mean, I was able to get five out of it without any problems. If I recall, I remember, I think, I, I honestly, if I'm not mistaken, I think I enjoyed all three of the albums that were supposed to be up that week. So I think I did enjoy this album. I just don't remember. <laughs> don't do drugs, kids. Unless it's with me, but yeah, I mean, well, I had five, uh, three honorable mentions for the CD because I I forgot how much I love this CD until I listened to it like three times in one day. I was like, oh my god, I love this CD! Like, uh, it fits right in with like all my European love of mute of metal, and but it, they fit right into it, and they throw like the fun of being a pirate into it. So you gotta love it, right? But my first honorable mention was to the end of the world because it's, that's just an amazing like adventure song. Like you can picture yourself in a movie with a lot of their songs. Like you can picture yourself in Pirates of the Caribbean or some shit. But <laughs> and then my next honorable mention was Peg Leg Potion because that's a fun fucking song. Like the fat like <laughs> it's just like a lot of their songs are funny too. They're just funny fun songs. But and then the last one that was honorable mention was Rage of the Pentahook. Because that's like an awesome adventure song. Like, I fucking nice. love that. 
I fucking love that song. Like, cause their songs tell stories too. And that song is awesome. Like if you're playing uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag or Assassin's Creed Rogue and you listen to this CD, it's fucking amazing. Oh, I fucking love Black Flag. I play the shit out of it. Any chance I can. I beat it 100% and stopped playing it because it's just done. I had like six more games to go on to at that point. But, but yeah, I mean, Black Flag was a good game. And if you play this music in the background, it makes it so much more fun. Because it brings in that pirate shit. But my number five was, well, what my wife does a lot of times is man the pumps. So, but that's that's an amazing song. And then the top four are my favorite songs of the CD, and I fucking love them. And it was just deciding what order to put them in. But number four was Treasure Island. Because that's a fun adventure story about... Hmm. It, and it actually hits on real notes from the real Treasure Island book. But number three was a song that is more than anything a comedy song. And it's called Fuck With An Anger. Like, like fuck you, you're a bloody wanker. <laughs> like, it's just a fucking, uh, I love it. That song is so funny. But number two is Ailstorm, because the self-titled song, because it's a good song. And number one, of course, was Mexico. Because Mexico is a funny fucking song. Quest, beer, rum, and mead. These are the things that a pirate needs. I mean, actually, that's what's song, but <laughs> You're going to shit your fucking pants, bro. But um, Mexico was, oh, yeah. Let's go down to Mexico, Tequila and the Donkey Show, which in the original intro for that show, for that episode, I love you. I did. I love you. Yeah. No way. I did. I did write that. Uh, <laughs> I did. I did write that in the intro of the original show about you going to Mexico for Tequila and Donkey Show. But, dude, <laughs> are you ready for my top five? I have a feeling they're going to match, kind of. But yeah. Number five was Treasure Island. Mm. Number four was Rage of the Pentahook. Number three was Fucked with an Anchor. <laughs> number two was Ailstorm. And number one was Mexico. Well, not surprising because Me- Mexico and Ailstorm are the two best songs on that, on that fucking track. Like, I love that shit. Like I, I, I fucking I, I was like I was like all just writing it down just all willy nilly and then I I wrote read from five to one and I didn't know what that meant to you know this far down the line I'm like what do you mean read five to one and I was like oh read five as one and I was like oh yeah yeah I got it but I mean yeah and I love how Mexico starts off with like a video game like Mario sounding like music. Yeah, and, like, and then it kicks in with the, the full guitars and everything. Like, oh my god, that's uh, see, Alstorm is a, is a band. I've, I've been thinking for years, like, who was that pirate metal band I discovered that I wanted to like bring back into the fold at some point? And for a long time, I couldn't think of it. And I just googled it, like, uh, pirate metal band, and like, I got a bunch of answers. And like, finally, I found Alstorm. I was like, and I was like, that's them, yeah, that's someone. Because as soon as I heard Mexico and Alstorm, I was like, yep, that's them. <laughs> like, because like Mexico and the and the fuck with the anchor right? that that one always stuck out too, and I remember that for years too. I mean, fuck with the anchor is just fucking hilarious. Like the whole, I mean, it's the shortest song ever, but it's so fucking funny. Like it's like it reminded me of, honestly that song reminds me of Dropkick Murphys, like some of the shit they do, but kind of, but but all right, that moves us on to. You're because, folks, we did a rock matchup in that first episode we were going to do. The next episode we were going to do last week and then this week was a rap matchup. And because the artist we were going to have on was the Egyptian rap star or rap slash RB slash whatever you want to call him, star. So, which we're going to talk about the two CDs that we were bringing against his own CD, which we won't talk about because he's not here to defend himself. So, Chansey. But um, hey, I didn't say nothing. I ain't said shit. 
right. Yet. I ain't said shit. I ain't gonna but, say shit. But we'll let Chance, since Chance went first in the first one, we'll let Chance go first in this one as well and give us his uh, Rhapsody he brought forth. That's what's being this episode. I brought forth Three Six Mafia's most known hits. Ride through the A, smoking on some grape. Then I feel my phone vibrate. Gotta take some free. So I don't wanna play. She said, come over. And she don't wanna wait. So I'ma take a night off for a light drink. Beat it up like cake mix. Started obey. I know you never had it like this. It's great. Have you feeling like a kid on Ride through the A, smoking on some grape. Then I feel my phone vibrate. Gotta take some free. So I don't wanna play. She said, come over. And she don't wanna wait. So I'ma take a night off for a light drink. Beat it up like cake mix. Started obey. I know you never had in honor of, like, you know, Gangsta Boo's recent passing, R.I.P., and fucking my love of fucking 3-6 Mafia in general, I was just like, I'm coming at it with the greatest hits album, because if I got a fucking... Like, I wasn't, I wasn't exactly sure what to expect from Jeremy's album or the Guest's album, so I was like, fuck it. If I'm going to have to deal with something, I'm bringing something that I know I'll at least know 10 songs that are good. <laughs> and uh that's what I did. Technically eleven, but who's counting? All right. Well, I mean it's three six mafia. It's mostly stuff from the period of them I don't like when they got popular and they started making like that cash titties weapons like that. You mean ass and titties? That may be in my lit. Actually, no, it's not. But um, that's a fucking banger. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. That is, I'm ass not ass and titties, and, ass and titties. Yeah, it sounds ass like ass and titties and big booty like, bitches. It sounds like Will Ferrell and John C. Riley came up with it. Like that's what it sounds like. But I mean, it's just to me, it's just not real rap. It's just popularized rap that that something that they could play in the club and they know the clubs are gonna pay the play the shit off so they make money. But other than that, like it's just uh, some of the songs in this were from Three Six Mafia's golden days back when they first started, and I freaking like those songs. I respect and I love, but a lot of the other songs at that point were just like, eh, like I can't deal with this. But what were your top five in that CD, Chancy? Oh, I had ten. So uh, my first five honorable mentions are. Uh, Riding spinners, obviously. <laughs> uh, number nine was put your signs. Put your sign in his face. And then uh, number eight is uh, hit a motherfucker. Number seven is tongue ring. Number six is baby mama. Fucking baby mama makes me laugh every time I listen to it. Uh. And uh, my number five for my top five is Don't Turn Around. I sold it to them, right? Mm. I sold it to him, right? My number four was uh, Who Run It? I lost his mm. dad. Yeah, Who Run It's a classic, but was Isn't it though? Number three was uh, sipping on some syrup, scissor. I hate that song with a passion, but yeah. Oh, I fucking love, dude. That's like the first. That's like one of their first songs that like grabbed me from afar to to like find and seek them out. Like that album came out when I was right at the age where I was like, "Hey, I can I can Napster the fuck out of this shit." <laughs> but. Uh, Number two was uh, hypnotized cash money. And then uh, for me, number one's kind of a tied situation because in all, in all honesty, I believe them to be the, like one song. And that is Slob on My Knob and Ass and Titties. Yeah. Well, we have different lists here apparently. Because I actually have eight. And my honorable mentions are Baby Mama and Two Way Freak. Dude, wait, I, I, it was hard, but it was hard. I couldn't, I was going to pull a U, but like, I was like, I can't. 
because she because 2A Freak is a classic. I mean, you could have pulled me. I, I mean, Freddie already played with me, but um, moving on. Um, yeah, I mean, 2A Freak, the Casey song, as I call it, but um, Put Your Signs is my last number I'll mention because it's classic from one of their first albums, but like it's not a song I love. It's just like a classic. Right. I mean, I like it a lot better than some other. Like, it's not as like we're trying to sell shit here. Like, song. It's like a more like actually having to do with shit they've dealt with in club shit song. But, but my number five was hypnotized cash money because it's a decent song. Yeah. Number four was let me hit that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I love that song. Number three was testing my gangster because uh, a lot of podcasters be doing that late to me lately, so they'd be testing my gangster. But number two was, of course, slopping my knob because it's slopping my knob. <laughs> it's iconic. It's slop on my knob like corn on the cob. Check in with me and do your job. Lay on the bed and give me head. Juicy is my name. Sex is my game. Like, it's slopping my knob. Like, and the fucking female part is amazing, too. I mean, gangster boo right there for you, but... And of course, number one was the best fucking song on this Grace Hits they did. And it's one of their oldest songs that they've done multiple versions of, but it's fucking amazing. It's Late Night Fucking Tip, because I love the fucking flow in that song. I love the flow in that song. I love the freaking lyrics in that song. What's going on, Matt Sparks? What's up, Matt? Where's our mouthy bastard tonight? Probably mouthing off, but... But yeah, I mean, we... Late Night Tip is one of Three Six Mafia's best songs, in my opinion. Like the whole like background noise, like like that shit, like it's fucking amazing. Like and and the, I mean the lyrics in it fucking stuck to me. Like when I was in college, like it was just like I ain't the man if you want to ring. Like I'm the man if you want to fling. Like that type of shit. But but it's just like ah, I love that fucking song. And they did like three versions of it in the first three CDs. So the only thing that pissed me off about this fucking CD is where was Body Parts and where was Breaking the Law? Or it's fucking most... Who Run It. Who Run It was on it. Oh, yeah, it was on it. Uh, that's not the one I was thinking of. God damn it. No, but where the fuck were Body Parts and where the fuck was Breaking the Law? Because those are the two most yeah. of they did. Like, or Bin Laden. Hmm. I mean, there's other songs that... It was a long night to be on there too, because that's what Lord. Where's the bud? Yeah, yeah. Where's the bud too? I'm not even a big fan of that song, but all right. Well, tower we said what's uh, nice. Yeah, it's too cold here to go play pool and do anything outside. I hate walking the dogs in this weather, but (laughs) but um, no, I mean freaking like a lot of three. For most known hits, they're missing a lot of shit that I think should be on it, but right. those, are the, those are the ones most known to me. I oh, it's like What You Know. That was the song I was thinking of, What You Know. I mean, anything That's off, a great song. Anything off Mystic Styles or um, Chapter 2, like, definitely are freaking classics. Like, they should be on this one. Like, Mystic Styles is one of the best rap CDs ever. But, I mean, that's the way I feel at least. Yeah, it's understandable. But the CD that I brought to the... Um, the CD that I brought to go against Chansey's and um, our guest self-titled CD was Young Wicked's The Return of the Prodigal Son. <laughs> Repping A and B, especially when they hated my words Treating me differently, dissing me, giving me shit It was killing me, found the ability to never let the bullshit hurt my spirit Telling myself to put it all in my lyrics Anytime I'm shining, the devil wanna make an appearance To cause an appearance, talking shit about us I hear up and never die that I'm fearless And I'll be counting and clearing them numbers How come no nobody want us? When I was coming up, it ain't nobody really love me I'll be honest, I 
nervous when I'm feeling nervous in my stomach call up marijuana when the devil is upon us I'ma kill him that's a promise promise waking up every day and I'm on it proving I made this wrong and murdering every opponent all the grinding every night to finally get to this moment to spit it and own it you're never gonna get rid of a soldier but I ain't never let somebody try to tell me that I'm less than never trust somebody with a bunch of fucking yes men never will I let up with the freshness if you're coming at me I'm responding with aggression yeah I was born to be the man I am and I will never give a damn about another hater of his life let him see it when you look at me on everything you took from me you'll never kill a fire in my eyes still I Gets the return of a prodigal son is, which actually I don't know if you caught it, Chancy, but Young Wicked you've heard before. He said, "I know, I recognize the voice." Well, he, what well, he is part of, or one of the brothers in X Murder Boys, and I mean, he even says like X Murder Boys, and let's talk about like X tattoos in some of these songs, but um. Yeah, so I mean, that's. I was like, I wonder if Chancey's gonna recognize the voice or not, because I haven't brought them on since uh, Misty was on way back in like fucking August or some shit. But yeah, I remember. I rec- it was like it sounded. I was like, this sounds familiar for some reason, but I don't know why. Well, <sighs> Young Wicked is an amazing solo artist, and it's funny that you bought Three Six Mafia, because. Um, Young Wicked was on the was in the group Killjoy Club with with Three Six Mafia with the Mafia Six and ICP. Yeah. So I mean, it's kind of funny that you picked you picked Three Six Mafia after I picked Young Wicked, but but I wanted to bring the CD on because it's in my opinion his best solo CD. I mean, I love his first one that came out before this, but on this one, like it's called Return of the Prodigal Son because 
he fucked Violin J's uh, brother's daughter, Jump Steady. He jumped, he fucked he fucked Jump Steady's daughter and got her pregnant. And then, like, oh yeah, I think I've heard, I've heard I've heard that story being told. And like he had to, he, like basically that was right after Twisted Star, their own label. So like he jumped, yeah. like, him and his brother jumped ship and went to Twisted's label. And like Jump Steady put out a message like, "I will fuck you up, young wicked, if I ever get a hold of you." But I mean, he's like, he's because like, I guess Jump Steady invited him to stay in his house because young wicked had nowhere to go at the time, and he fucked his daughter Samantha. So, which. We'll have Jump Steady CDs on here eventually because he only has two of them, but we'll get them on here eventually. And like he talks about, like he wrote those when his daughter was young in the early 2000s. And like he talks about how much he loves his daughter in those CDs and shit. So he's a very protective father. <laughs> and it's just funny. Like that young wicked would do that shit and then jump ship and go twist its label like everybody else in Psychopathic did at that point. But but that's my whole other episode about their fucking label drama. But and the what do you think of Young Wicked? I'm dying to hear. I mean, I, I, I thought it was all right. I didn't have a problem with it. Like it was basically what I expected. Mm. What you expected from me, or what you expected by seeing like the cover or some shit? Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I I think I had an honorable mention or two, mm. like like you know like I think one of them still I rise or something like that. Mm. That's well, pretty good. I had nine songs off SCD up on my list because, <laughs> like, I can relate to a lot of his songs, especially with some podcast drama that's been going on lately. So. Like, I can relate to a lot of his songs. I mean, I, at different parts of my life, I always fucking go back to this CD and been like, some of these songs are just iconic. But my honorable mentions are just the ones that are good songs, even though they're not really the iconic ones, which they are going through something. Which, I mean, he did that one with Mac Lethal, and I fucking love that song because it's literally just about, he literally just went to Mac Lethal's house and they were sitting there and they wrote this song and they like wrote and performed this song while they were sitting on the couch, like smoking or whatever. Like, the, the way they tell the story in the song is exactly how it happened. That's crazy. Like, he straight up says, like, I just went to Mac Lethal's house and sat on his couch. Like, it, that's exactly what happened. But, number, my second album mentioned was Fuck It. Because that's just a good song, like, whenever you're pissed about something. My next album mentioned is Burning Smoke. Because I love the way he fucking sings that. And I, lo- I love the way he raps it. I love the way he, like, the beat in it. And the last time I mentioned I had was Blau. Because that song's just catchy as shit. But my number five was Maniac. Because I love that fucking song. Like, that's classic, like, hardcore music right there is Maniac. And I I think it was actually one. I meant to say, like, and going through something, I'm pretty sure he, like, that Jay Lethal, uh, like, stole, like, an Eminem line. Where he said, like, I underlined it five times so I wouldn't forget to say it. Like, I think that was the Eminem line, if I'm not mistaken. But number four was PTOMP. Because that's a damn, like, my top five for him are fucking amazing songs. Like, PTOMP is a man good song. And the fact that he has, like, all, like, uh, Magic Ninja artists on those songs, too. Like, different artists that Twisted signed and Twisted themselves. Number three is Believe, because that's an amazing, like, uplifting song. Number two was Carry On, because the last song he puts on every CD is always fucking iconic. And drinking my... It, um, I'm still down here on his first CD, which is talking about the death of his grandma. But this one was Carry On, and, like, it comes right after my next number one pick, but, like, like it, it's like about overcoming the hate and everything and just carrying on with your life. Like it's an amazing fucking song. But number one was of course Still I Rise, featuring Jamie Madrox and I forget who else. But um, I, I think Blaze maybe, but I forget. Um, but Still I Rise is just one of those iconic fucking songs that like 
Like I, I almost did a TikTok day. It's still on rise because I fucking love that song. Like especially Jimmy Madrox's verses in it, like from Twisted. Like his verse in it is fucking incredible. But that's just his flow. Like his flow is always amazing. But that whole song is just like I played it like three times in the car today while I was driving around because I thought I knew we were talking about the CD today. And like that song, I love that fucking song. Like, like I mean, just so much meaning. And I've seen him perform it live. Like. When I, I saw Axe Murder Boys, when I, the same day I saw Scum, and the, and the same day I saw um, Lex the Hacks Master, who was on one of these songs. I forget which one, but Maniac. I think he was on Maniac with him. But, I mean, and anything anything that Lex the Hacks and uh, Young Wicked do together always sounds phenomenal. Lex's song, uh, Samurai, with Young Wicked is a freaking amazing. Like, I wasn't expecting him to do that song even, but he just, like, started doing it, and Young Wicked just ran on stage right when it was his part. Like, it was fucking incredible. Like, he literally ran right past me because it was a small-ass venue. But, like, I was smoking with all of them. I got pictures with all of them. It was a fun time. But, and I saw, and, like, when Axe Murder Boys was performing, like, Young Wicked was just like, yo, I'm gonna do some of my solo shit. Hope you don't mind. And, like, he dropped, like, five or six of these songs. But, and Lex came on for his part. But, like, I love Young Wicked. He's just such a, he's such a good rapper. And, I mean... He's doing great under Twisted right now. So, what were your top five, Sir Chancellor? Well, I had, like I said, honorable mentions. <clears throat> uh, one of them was, like I said, Still I Rise. Uh, another one was PTOMP. Number five was uh, Blau. <laughs> Uh, number uh, four was going through something. Uh, number three was, I believe, I ain't the one. It's either that or it's, fuck it, one of those two. Both good songs, but I love I yep. ain't the one. Like I ain't the one just has yep. uh, X Murder Boys like flow to it, but number two is uh, believe. <clears throat> And uh, the number one choice on this one had to be fucking. Uh, it was uh, that motherfucking intro. You know, come on, fuck around and find out. No, I'm playing. It's burning smoke. I put burning smoke down as the number one choice for a like, number one song. But you know, it's that fucking intro. You always be fucking sending me songs with intros. Like you do it on purpose. You're just like, oh, I'm going to fucking tell this guy that intro. I, I really don't, but I don't think about it until I'm listening to my own CD and I'm like, oh, there's an intro. There's I'm a fucking it. intro. <laughs> fucking son of a bitch. Or until I get to the point where I'm like, ooh. <laughs> or until I get to the point where I'm like, ooh, there's no intro on this one. Fuck yes. Chance you can't pick an intro. But then there's a skit. Not always. <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of bands I listen to don't do skits unless it's at the end of a song or that's already named something else. So, like, um, when we did the fucking ICP bracket, there's a lot of skits in that shit, but you couldn't pick skits because it's skits at the end of every song almost. But <laughs> I know. Or at the beginning of most songs. I mean, it's just what they do. But Or that's why I pick bands like Alstorm where there is no skit. But, <laughs> but there is an intro. Was there? Oh no no! I was I got this one down. I got it mixed up. Well, that was all four albums that we missed with previous guests that didn't appear. So we figured we would catch the audience up, and since we listened to these song, songs, we might as well talk about them because yeah, all good CDs to some degree, some better than others. Great <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, I mean, this next week coming up, we have. Another we have another guest actually coming on tomorrow night live, and it's gonna be Mashuga versus Twisted versus the My She, which that's a whole bunch of <laughs> different genres there. But I'm so stoked about that. Like I was just like I heard it and I was like, oh, this is most definitely my choice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Just well, for your reaction, you were like, son of a bitch. It's like, yes. Mm. Well, I did listen to the one song that was in the New Saints Row game like a bunch of times. Like, I forget what it's called, but um, I said Tool, I think it's called, right? I don't know. I, I, sent you, I sent you a fucking screenshot of it playing on the radio. 
Uh, I don't know. I'll have to go back and look. It was a while ago. Oh, Bleed. It was Bleed. But Bleed, yeah, Bleed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fucking amazing song. But just so our listeners know, by the time this episode's drop this episode drops, you will have part one of the ICP and St. Clown Posse bracket already out, and part two will be dropping two days after. But you yeah. You also can be looking forward to a Gangsta Boo bracket coming up at the end of this month to honor the late Gangsta Boo who passed away on the 1st of January this year. Which, in my mind, she's the first celebrity death this year. But Yeah. Which, R.I.P. Gangsta Boo, you are amazing. And we're going to be doing a full lineup of her off songs of her, off her album and off her compilation albums. So, yep. The one she did with the chat. The one she did with HCP, but that's hypnotized Camp Posse, which took that name after Insane Clown Posse because they were they admired Insane Clown Posse when they first started. So didn't know if you knew that, Chancy. But and I think this would be a good time, Chancy, to tell them about our Patreon that our Patreon that's gonna be starting from now music musings in the next month or two. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we listeners, we haven't determined the price just yet. It'll probably be like a buck or two bucks a month. Like, hey, if I can get a bunch of people sign up for it, I'm not going to overcharge you on just to give you content that we're going to have fun making regardless. But we may do some full album review episodes where it's just us reviewing an album track by track. We may give you more brackets of different styles. We may give you, and your musicians are going to go beyond and move past music. We're going to give you some TV and movie brackets as well. Maybe some TV anime show watch-alongs. Maybe just some TV watch-alongs. Maybe a, maybe a movie watch-along like in Mystery Science Theater 3000 style almost. But instead of with robots, we're real human beings that have blood pumping. But still, if I can find a robot to do it too, I'll find a robot. But Word. Who doesn't love androids? But I will say that you have a lot coming in the next couple months, including 10 different artists from a entertainment label, which that starts next month. So we are just preparing. That's why we haven't been around. We've been preparing for the new releases of stuff to come in the future. And we look forward to you, our listeners, getting to enjoy it. And we look forward to finding new listeners to enjoy it as well. So Fuck yeah. Come, come check out Maniacal Music Musings. When we go beyond. But until then, Sir Chancellor, where can they find you? Well, I mean, I'm in the Book of Faces under that their name. Racha. And then uh, Instagram and TikTok, I am on as the Red Eye Roundtable. And on Twitter, I am on the, uh, it's Red Eye Table. Um, you know, I'm, aside from that, you know, you can pretty much find me anywhere. We'll put, we'll podcast for exposure. (laughs) More like, we'll expose himself for podcasts. I don't know about that. I'm trying to stay off of registries. That's just, that's not my thing. All, we, everything we release to on video, it says not meant for children, Chancy. I know, but fucking, I remember when I was a kid, if I saw something that wasn't meant for children, that was the first thing I was watching. I was like, ooh, fucking ain't wonderful. Well, why ain't it for me? And then I found out, and I was like, oh, wow, I guess that really wasn't for me. I mean, personally, it was meant for kids. I was going to check it out, too, and that's why children porn addiction is a real thing. But I will say, but you could find both of us on Facebook as Paranormal New Normal slash Maniacal Music Musings Podcast with the S group. You could find us on Twitter and the gram as at Juggalo Bastard. You could find us on the Tiki Taki as at Juggalo Bastard Podcast. And you can find us on YouTube by searching Big old double D's. No, I'm kidding. You can, you can find us on YouTube by searching Maniacal Music Musings. All the videos are posted there weekly when the episode releases, including our uncensored bracket videos where what our bracketeers say is their own words. We do not endorse anybody to say anything special. So, 
Um, but yes, so come check us out next week and be sure to enjoy the first part of the RCP bracket, which will be out by this week as you deal with the wiki wacky wiki wacky clowns. Until next time, I've been your host, Jeremy, and this has been my co host, Chansey the Spanketeer Grife. Bye. Stay off plenty